Can't wait to hear this bitch yell. Three, two, one. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Epi Cinco, Epi Five, Louver Podcast of the 2023 podcasting football, NFL college football season. The boys are back four weeks, a month in a row. The whole month of September, we are bringing you a pod every single week. CB on along with Big Neckbeard, Big Nikki Six, producer Double Clicks, Conrad's Corner, Peter Bunts Bosco. Boys, Thanks. Nikki, what's the record at right now in college football for the people? Running record 188, 175, <laughs> and eight. I found I That's found a couple positive. plays. I found a couple plays that I that I hadn't counted before. Gotta be a man of honor. Put him in there. Yeah. Couple losses. It, I think it was like two and three. I went two and three on like a like a Thursday night a couple weeks ago. So over three hundred games. The hair looks fantastic, and you're up thirteen units if you're doing the unit system on Nikki's picks. I don't even know how you can tail him. It would take him hours to get it out to the people in any sort of not even a graphic fashion. Just getting on the list would it's take just, hours. Yeah. But join his live stream every Saturday morning. You might catch some winners on there. Conrad, what are we looking like down here? Twenty nine and fifteen, if I'm not mistaken. In the and I went I've hit every single week. So if you're tailing my best bets, you're riding, you're cashing big. I had, I mean, I don't know if you want to get right into it, but Notre Dame, I mean, my God. Yeah, no, I do want to get right into it. And, Card, you glitched out for like a second there at the beginning, missing a couple of your first words. We're struggling. with. We haven't really had any Wi-Fi technicalities before. I think we'll be okay. This might just be a little hurdle to get through. I think we'll be okay. Check, check, check. Sounds great, too. Sounds great, too. All I said was 29, um, 15, you know, like I said, six and six last week, went even. What are you going to do? It happens. I didn't go negative. Um, Notre Dame, I had probably a collective 10 grand riding on Notre Dame money line. I, everybody and their mother said, Conrad, Conrad, what's the play today? What's the play today? I said, bet big on FSU, cash, and then take yeah. everything that you put on that winnings and what you bet on it, put it all on Notre Dame money line. So, like, at least 50 to 100 people had that, several hundred dollars per person. It was a tough scene. When you go rock throwing, when you go rock throwing like that and you get to the last one with that built-up boulder and it fucking evaporates on the one yard line with one second left, literally both those things happen. It's soul-crushing. Nikki, what are we going to go after there? I made a huge mistake. I didn't follow Conrad's advice. I was the simpleton who had Notre Dame plus three and pushed that bet. I had a max bet on FSU, hit, Notre Dame, push. Always buy the hook. That's why I say in all my videos, I know. Buy the hook. I hate pushing. I'd rather. Especially around two and four. Two and four. Around those numbers, like two, four, three. I love buying those hooks there because Mm -hmm. it's just those are football numbers where it gets a little funky, you know? Yep. Like if it's seven, I'll buy it down to six and a half or buy it up to seven and a half. You don't want to be caught on that seven. Like, exactly. Let's get right, right, right into the Notre Dame, right into the Notre Dame talk for the people. We do have a little topic that we're going to chop up after we recap this past weekend in football, college, and NFL. But right into it, I, the game I was looking forward to for the whole entire week, that Notre Dame-Ohio State game. First thing I got to say on it, Ryan Day is, if you don't, <laughs> if you never met an Ohio State fan, if you don't know how they are, like Ryan Day is an Ohio State fan. He's going after Lou Holtz, who's one foot in the grave. And I thought his opening line... <laughs> 
His opening line was epic. His opening line was, I'd love to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Bro, it's midnight on a Saturday night. He's been yeah. asleep since the first quarter. <laughs> Buddy's bedtime is at 6.30. He had lunch at 2 o'clock today. What are you talking about? I mean, it's like your crazy grandfather who fucking, like, chirps or, like, the other team or something. Their coach. Like, I'd like to know where that fucking asshole is right now in the stands. It's like, dude, like, the fact that that – the fact that Lou Holtz – and people are saying he used Lou Holtz as a scapegoat to kind of make a statement to – Penn State and Michigan, like we're going to be tough this year. But my God, I mean, that's where that's where we've been talking about the past couple episodes. That's where the Belichick douchiness of like when you win, when you're just like great, great win for our team, whatever. Sometimes that's not the worst thing. So you call out a guy who's approaching a century. It's like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? I I disagree. I think it's electric, dude. I think it just gets more talk going, more buzz around the sport, more buzz around Ohio State. We're tough, State, too. We're, we're, we're tough. Like, anyone who's ever told you yeah. that they're tough, they're not fucking tough. Not That's a tough like, guy. Yeah. The guy that says I've knocked out 10 guys has not knocked out 10 guys. His friend, who said he has, is. Other people, <laughs> like, like if the media this week is like, Ohio State's a tough team, they're a tough team. But now Ryan Day did it for himself. It's like... Are they tough or is it like fucking, I, I don't know. It was just a weird art. I don't know, man. I was fucking, I was just like, yeah. where's this coming from? It, it's it was, like, try, yeah. it's like trying to give yourself a nickname. I mean, you can't give yourself yeah. a nickname and make it stick. Somebody else has got to give you a nickname. Well, the bigger point of that game was Notre Dame losing on the one yard line in green jerseys, the Bush push Matt Leonard, Reggie Bush, tw- 15 years ago, all over again, green jerseys as well. The green jerseys just do not, they don't do it for Notre Dame at home. I don't know what it is. Well, they they won the last five in the green jerseys, but before that they were like back and forth. Well, you know, like a big a big home game. I'm talking about big games. I know, like, oh. dude. It's tough. It was. I was watching at the bar. I'm like, I'm like, literally, there's dirt birds everywhere. I'm like, so locked into this game. They got ten guys on ten guys on the field on the one yard line. I, like, I don't. Yeah, that's man. yeah, and the one the one thing too, it's like I I have like I don't know, I've always like I said last episode Notre Dame. Never bought into them this year. I'm like, they're they're different, man. That was such a good low scoring game. It was a great low scoring game to watch. You don't get many of those, but to have two fourth and ones and your defense stops them, two fourth and ones, your defense stops them in one game and then out win that game. If I was to tell you last week, Notre Dame's gonna stop Ohio State on two fourth and ones, no matter where it was in the field, you're going, Oh, Notre Dame's gonna win that game. Which the fact that they didn't is I hope they bounce back. An ugly offensive game for Sam Hartman that kind of hurts his uh, his Heisman odds there. He's got to go off. He's got to go he's off. He's got to pop. But I, it's Notre Dame. You know, they they play like two or three big games and the rest are fucking cakewalks for him. So they got um, the USC game will be huge. USC, they play Duke yeah, this always. week, which yeah. Duke just turned into a massive game. This Duke, this game at Duke just turned into a massive game. If Notre Dame mollywops Duke, if they mollywop Duke and go on a little bit of a run, this might be the loss that they need to finally get into the playoff and be like fucking have a chip on their shoulder, you know? Because it's like they're always they're always pretenders come that time. Maybe this loss will set them off. I don't know. But in terms of the grand scheme of that Saturday, Ole Miss Alabama wasn't really oh, impressive. That game ugly. wasn't really crazy. Yeah. You knew Alabama was going to win the entire second half. Colorado game. Right. Colorado, Oregon. I mean, Ugh. Oregon. If you if you thought Oregon was God. if you thought Oregon was just like a good Pac 12 team, whatever, Oregon could be anybody in the country. And that includes yeah. Georgia. That includes Georgia. Oregon, what yeah. they did, running the ball, throwing the ball. I mean, getting after the quarterback, everything, check it off the list. And then other the other big matchups that happened, uh, like I know I'm missing some Oregon State, Washington State, Cam Ward for Washington State. Through for 400 yards, four touchdowns. Ooh. Washington State might have a little something. Oregon State plays Utah 
Friday Night Lights this week at nine o'clock. The Pac-12, the Pac-12, man, talk about terrible timing to have a year like this. Seriously. Who would have fucking thought this would be the year that the Pac-12 pops off and has – how many teams do they even have ranked? I don't know. Nikki, how many – yeah, yeah, Nikki, Nikki, can you give me some – can you list off the Pac-12 teams in the AP Top 25, please, good sir? Because I want to say they have three teams More. in the top ten. We've got – Top uh, ten. You, we've got USC at eight. Okay. Um, we've got – sorry, I'm just going through a list of everything right now. Utah's ranked – Washington's ranked. Washington State's ranked. Nikki, back to back episodes. Back to back episodes, big fellow. What's going on? I'm looking on? at the full honest? slate here. Yeah, Washington at seven. Um, top twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. AP top twenty-five. I. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll write them off off the top of my head. USC, uh, Utah, Washington, um, Oregon State, Oregon. That's at least five right there that are ranked. Here you go. Washington seven, USC eight, Oregon nine, Utah ten. There's there's what four yeah, right there. Then you got what yeah, Washington Washington ten state, sixteen, Oregon yep. State, nineteen. Yeah, so what do you got? It. Six. They have six, six teams in the top twenty-five right now. Is, that's gotta be the uh, most Colorado, ever. That's, Colorado Colorado's got out. bounced, right? Yeah, they got yeah. bounced, yeah. but that, that's gotta be the most ever in the Pac 12s. I want to say at least 20 years, 20 the past 20 years, six teams ranked at the same time. That's, I mean, yeah. that's the SEC year. That's the SEC year, like, shit. Like, that's a, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's something like to be SEC smirked Big at. Big Ten numbers right there. Yeah, that's, right, something, that's yeah. something to be smirked at. That's something to be smirked at. I mean, Nikki, what'd you, what'd you take away from, from college football this past weekend? I mean. Well, we when when me and you went to uh, the bar and they had the Oregon game on, Oregon, Colorado on at 42 to nothing playing the commentary over the loudspeakers while Ole Miss, Alabama is going on. We had to get them to change the screen. That's got to be worked on. I've got to have a, a talk with their management <laughs> there. I mean, that's just piss poor. And, that's and by the way, and by the way, Nick, before you before you dive in, hold that thought. There's nothing wrong with being like you don't want to be that guy. When people, when people say that guy for situations, you want to be that guy who's at the bar going, "What the fuck is? Why are we watching Fresno State versus Wyoming when there's fucking Alabama Auburn on?" Like. You want to be that guy. You want to hundred percent. I have no shame in telling. I, like like I said on last week's pod, I had the guy at the bar just fucking switch this, switch that. I need this game here, this game there. Like and that. Who cares, dude? I mean, you're getting good games on. No one wants to watch a fucking blowout, let alone listen to it. It's yeah. like it's like when you when you when you when you get their request in and they change it, you hear one guy out of the hundred people go, "Hey, where the game? <laughs> what the fuck? I went, I went to Ball State. I want to watch yeah. that game. Yeah, yeah. Shut so the Nikki, fuck up, Bimble Dweeb. What, what are you what are you getting into, Nikki? Um. Okay. I've got I've got a couple things to call out here. NC State barely beating Virginia fraud team. They're gonna get blown out by Louisville this week. Virginia um, shot themselves in the foot like four times. To yeah, exactly. Game. Penalties, penalties. Um, was with John, talked myself out of my all time play. It's Con- CB Beyond and the LRP waves, but yes, Excuse go me, forward. CB Beyond. Uh, Conrad <laughs> talked myself out of my all time play and took an over in the Iowa game, and it hit the under. Why the fuck would you take an I, over? Was in I the was Iowa I game? not you- on that? Was I not on that Penn State and the under last week? No, yeah, you literally you took- said in- that. No, he said, said that. Unless he switched, that. he said that. I didn't switch. I didn't switch. I said that. That's wrong. Wrong. Check wrong. the tapes. Well, it wasn't recorded. He's got a, He's got off scot free here. But we'll we'll move me on. And, me and you talking wasn't recorded. I might have said something different, but I know in the pod I said Penn State in the under. Like, how could that happen? How is that even possible? 
Yeah, UCLA, UCLA, <laughs> UCLA, Utah was a dogfight, 14-7. Yeah. Cam Rising coming back. That is going to be a blood bath Friday, Friday, Friday night, Oregon State in yeah. Corvallis. Ad, that's going to yeah. be a blood bath. Like, Oregon State too. That's going to be Corvallis. By the way, for the folks at home, is Oregon State's hosting that game. That's going to be a sick. That's going to be like a old school '80s NFL game. Yep. <laughs> um, trying to trying to look through. Oh, Florida only beating Charlotte by fifteen. Uh, gross. I don't know how they're. How See, they, Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte's head coach was a cutoff, and Jim Shorts on the sideline. He's like, he's oh, huge. <laughs> he's that. like, he's like Nikki size. He's Nikki size, and he wears a cutoff and Jim Shorts, and he has no that's, headset. He has no that's headset. The, that's the dude who was at uh like his his opening day like press conference. Like, oh, what you got? No questions for me? I'll remember that. <laughs> Guys, awesome man. They somehow like, they somehow moved. They somehow moved up in the <laughs> rankings uh, after beating Charlotte. Uh, just trying to trying to look through UMass losing in overtime. Uh, I know New Mexico. That game. That game is brutal. Brutal that's for the. Tough. How about ECU? Uh, finally getting on the board with a win, forty-four to nothing. Um, Mason <laughs> Garcia still after week four, no games over one hundred passing yards. <laughs> that is incredible. How many rushing guards did he have? Did he play the uh, whole game? Did he play the whole game? I don't I believe not. so, but give me one second. I'll pull that up. I was going to say, if he played the whole game, beat a team 44 nothing, don't go over 100 passing yards. That's, that's uh, just shovel. A... The shovel passes count? So that'd just be shovel pass like galore, I bet. You know? <laughs> he had 178 rushing yards. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. man, that, that, guy, that guy needs to start playing tight end. But, I mean, and the, the, <laughs> the, the thing that's – dude, the thing that sucks, and we'll, we'll get into it. We're going to touch on NFL right now. But I was looking at the college football slate this weekend, and I was like, yeah. I mean, I thought last week would really set off a wildfire, and I don't, I don't know if it did. I was looking at it, and it's like, ah, the games really aren't – I mean, last week and the best weekend in eight years, it's going to be tough to bounce – to have the same thing again. But, I mean, shit, give me something. I mean, you can't give me that and then give me nothing the next week. But we'll get we've into got, it. We've got a few – we've got a few good games. I mean, Kansas at Texas, that's a ranked matchup. We'll get into uh, it. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. I mean, I, you guys anything else for college football for last weekend other than – I mean, Notre Dame, Ohio State was an awesome game to end the night. I'm trying to think of anything else, but I think it's time to hop in some NFL. UNC, well, I said it in my video, UNC has been my dog. I've rode them. They've been my horse. I ride them every week, and they just keep on delivering. I, I you have to, you have to keep riding until they break. At this point, I'm surprised that Nikki never hopped on. Has been on the entire time. He's a huge Drake May guy. Oh, I've been, I've been betting UNC. I actually won. Sound up a deadly. I actually had three wins on that game. I had UNC minus seven over forty nine and a half, and UNC team total over twenty eight and a half. Hang three and zero oh in that game. Hang oh yes, <laughs> I mean yeah, that's that is Nikki probably that is one thing I forget is that Nikki with all of these like uh, all of these bets that he's doing like the couple of teams that he does like like when they're riding high that's like he's gonna get like twelve wins from like three teams because he has like their first half total their team total so like if they all have good weeks I I swept I swept I think uh, three games with three bets I had Duke. Uh, spread game over Duke team over Miami spread over and team over. So all Ooh. three ACC teams, all three teams that I'm familiar with that are scoring points playing at a high clip. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll try to get those out again live on Saturday. Didn't have a lot of people join, but when they did it gave out winners, had a buddy told me he needed a win, gave him Duke and the over. He 
Doubled his Why life. with a story? With a story. We'll, we'll get something going because we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that when we get to the, the preview for this weekend, Nikki, because I got some ideas on that. But NFL, boys. So you'll be on debut. Depending on when you get the Packer line, if you got it right at game time, this line went fucking crazy. If you got it an hour before game time, I went 6-0, you bitches, with a 303-1 money line juicer. But when I had Packers at minus 1.5, it flip-flopped to them being plus 2 in two hours. I don't know what the fuck happened, what kind of money was going on. But 5-1, and one, the debut, back-to-back-to-back years, my first juice pick of the year, smacks. Can I can I keep it going? So I mean, I saw a lot of things. And, when you, and that's the thing is too when you when you like week one NFL, you're like, oh, I've had a couple weeks of college football. I'm gonna dive right into it. Sometimes you, you bite off a little more than you can chew. You dive in that first NFL Sunday, and it fucking ruins a taste in your mouth. Like, why did I fucking gamble? Why do I like sports? Why do I like football? This fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, ease into it. Ease into it. Now I got myself in a great position. Now I can kind of play around with whatever games I want to drop. Well, the game that I'm gonna have to drop a game here soon. Nah, what am I saying? I'm way too ahead of myself. But now I'm in a good spot. I got some <laughs> momentum behind me. And let me tell you something. You want to talk about seeing the board clear? You know you're seeing the board clear when you drop four favorites out of five picks and you're not even worried about it. When you're when you're not seeing the board clear and you have four pluses or four minus signs, you're going, This can't be right. Just flip a couple, flip a couple the opposite way. I can't, it's gotta be like even. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. You can't have all favorites or all dogs. So nothing ever looks right when you bet that. But when you're seeing it and you're laying them, there's no better fucking feeling. There's yeah, no four favorites. Feeling. Four favorites. One dog and that one dog to cover and to win. Let me tell you something. The first game that I want to talk about real quick: Cleveland, Tennessee. This Browns team. I kind of want to fuck around, put a future on them to make the Super Bowl. Not win it, but to make it. I think they could fucking. That run game, when you have a run game and defense, that wins you games in December and January. Run game and defense wins you games. If Deshaun Watson, like, like I said in my video, if he wants to be a massage fondalee, not a fondler, he's getting the fondalee, <laughs> like, then that's fine. Then be that. But you're a fucking, are you going to be an NFL quarterback? And, like, he just, he fucking had that one crazy backwards pass, but... He still played, he still played well enough for their team to win and blow at Tennessee. So I think if Deshaun Watson could be decent, that Browns team could be scary come playoff time. It's going to be tough without Nick Chubb, but as long as uh, four. It didn't look like they missed the beat, though. Kareem Jerome Hunt's Ford. back on it now, too. Yep. So we'll we'll see how he, how they end up for the rest of the season. The AFC North, too, is going to be a gauntlet. I mean, the Bengals. I we'll mean, the Bengals. We, we can jump around, but we can stay in this division. The Bengals. I mean, you want to talk about looking everything but impressive Monday night. Yeah. I mean, they're in trouble. They're in big-time trouble. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's the curse of, of getting a big contract. I think the only person that's really beat that curse is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, in, in back in the day when they, nobody was giving out $100 million contracts, I think it was like the first like six people that ever got a $100 million contract in the NFL never even finished the contract with that team. It was like Mike Vick went to prison, Albert Hainsworth with the <laughs> Redskins. When they were the Redskins, now Commanders, um, and, and I'm sure a couple yeah, other Albert Albert Hainsworth. Remember when he like stomped on some guy's face? Oh, dude he he showed up uh, super fat, couldn't pass his physical, and cashed a 24 million dollar signing bonus just because he was on the roster. I mean, how relatable is that stuff, though? I mean, imagine if you go to work tomorrow and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna fucking you've been killing it, you've been doing all this and that, we're gonna give you X amount, and it's a blow you away number." <laughs> it'd, be tough, it'd be tough to come to work the next day and be like, "All right, guys." 
Listen, oh, no. I I don't want to switch sports here, but look at Ben Simmons, dude. Man got fucking paid and then yeah. hasn't played a game since. Like, I wish yeah. I could do that. I fuck Ben Simmons, but I wish I could fucking do that. It sounds like a fucking life. And and to and to finish that up, you get that, and then the next day you go to work and you're like, I just don't feel I don't feel right up here. I don't feel right up in the head today. Yeah. Oh my! You get to work. You guys oh, get it. You guys get it. Feeling it? Yeah, I, I gotta take a break. I gotta take a week off. I might have the Ronies. Like, yeah, you guys uh, cash and checks. Uh, my boss is a listener of the program, but luckily we've had this conversation. I told him if I ever win the lottery, mm-hmm. I'm quitting next day. I'll cut him a I'll cut him a oh, check yeah. to replace. Fuck? What the fuck yeah. are we talking fuck about? What the boss. fuck are we talking about? Shout out your boss, but fuck your boss for thinking he wouldn't. Quit. <laughs> Shout out Lester. The crane train. <laughs> oh man. Oh, the crane yeah, he... train. Loyal, loyal LRP guy. Loyal listener. Well, it just real quick on Joe Burrow. It's like it looks like he. he well, the first half, I don't think he threw a ball farther than ten yards. That was accurate, at least. I so think they're, saying, calf, they're saying they're saying yeah, the calf, calf is that he can't like no. throw with his calf. I think it's like fucking up his his planning and throwing motion. We'll see. I mean, they needed that win big time. You need to um, have it. You go zero three to death sentence. Yeah, you needed to have that. So I, again, we'll we'll see how his calf looks for the rest of the season, but. As long as defenses can keep pressure on him, I mean, it's going to be a sketchy yeah. sight for the Bengals. And I mean, I, and not, not to stay on this game really quickly, but the thing is with the Bengals, Super Bowl, AFC Championship, past two seasons, a franchise who hasn't really seen that since the '80s. Let's be honest. I mean, I don't think they, I don't think they literally have since that one time they played the 49ers way back with Montana. And I think they're like a, a franchise that's been there is probably sitting Burrow for those first couple of games, getting the rest he needs. They play him. We need to start the season hot. You're probably looking going one and two. We probably should have fucking sat this guy the first couple of games, make sure he came back 100% healthy. Because now you're like, what the fuck? I mean, he probably should be sitting out this weekend. For, for I mean, if we saw what we did last week, he's do it again. He probably should be sitting out this weekend. But it's like, I don't know. They got themselves. They got themselves in a weird spot. And I mean, let me. Yeah, tell you. you got you got to get wins if if you're the Bengals. I mean, you got to. Yeah, well, now yeah, now now you got to throw him in there. Now he has to yeah. fucking shoot him the fuck up like fucking Varsity Blues. I mean, he's got to <laughs> yeah. figure the fuck out now. Shoot him up like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, was that two years ago? My knee. It was oh. my knee. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, coming coming from uh, being a Pittsburgh guy, Conrad. I mean. Is this just an indictment of the young generation? You got Big Ben played through, what, a thousand injuries in his career and never really – I mean, yeah, towards the end, he was a different person. But when he was at his prime, <laughs> playing through – Fucked him up for life. But, I mean, he found well, a way. No, I know what you're saying. I get he's, what you're a, saying. Keep he's going. A, Keep going. He's a porn addict survivor. Everybody knows that. <laughs> he, he's Bathroom gone through trials Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Trials and tribulations. No, we're not <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Speaking of, I mean, speaking of addicts, Nikki, you got to be addicted to the Arizona right now. I mean, I, I knew looking at the Bears, looking at the Bears in Arizona, I'm like, okay, this 4 p.m. slate sucks, but I know Chicago or Arizona, one of them is going to cover. I didn't think fucking one was going to fucking win. Yeah, win outright uh, against the Cowboys is nuts. Uh, I was playing golf during a fantasy draft and ended up with uh, Josh Dobbs as my only surviving quarterback. Wow. And he, not bad. Not he bad. has produced. I did not think it was going to go well. Um, I've got I've got Kyler sitting in my IR spot, but Dobbs Dobbs looks nice. I mean, alopecia and everything. Playing for a contract. Alopecia, alopecia. alopecia awareness month. Alopecia yep, awareness yes month. He's trying, to be, he's trying to be a spokesman. He's trying to get a contract. I mean, right yes. now he's proven it. 
And Nikki, can Nikki, can you look up something? I'm gonna go on a quick little rant. Nikki, can you look up fantasy football points for Mike White and Tua Tagovailoa last weekend? See what yep. both their both their fantasy points were. Because Sean Payton, Connor, you remember what the fuck this guy was saying this summer about Nathaniel Hackett and like the worst coaching job he's ever seen? Buddy, he started two and one. You're now zero and three. Russell yep. Wilson, Russell Wilson might be like if he keeps this up this year and plays again next year. I have already forgotten about the Legion of Boom. I already forgot about Russell Wilson, Pete, 2012. I already Man. forgot about all that shit. To get a 70 fucking burger hanged on you and then be a favorite the next week in Chicago, that's a, that's, I mean, I talk about something that's never happened in history. That's a totally other thing. But to get a 70 yeah. burger hanged on you is fucking, I mean, I it's, it's absurd. And that just, I, that just goes to show how bad the Bears are. They are so, so, so bad. So bad. Um, I mean, a 70 burger is fucking absolutely unreal. Shout out to everyone who had fucking Dolphins players on their fantasy team, too. I mean, I, no. I hope you won your matchups. If you didn't, Kendall Cleary, then probably just never play fantasy <laughs> football ever again. You know what sucks? I didn't have, I had Jalen Waddle, and of course he was out. That guy would have, he would have fucking had an easy 25 points. No fucking problem. Easy. Easy. Nick, you're able to find those numbers by chance? Yeah. So I'm looking up. These look like um, standard and not like PPR numbers, but. Um, okay, Tua, standard. Tua with 28.4 and Mike White 6.6 is what this says. Uh, so I thought I thought Mike White would have had like a couple of touchdowns, 20 points. The way the way I told you to bring that up is because I thought Mike White would have had like 20 points too. So I would have been like matching having two quarterbacks in your team have 20 something fantasy points, but six points, never mind. Yeah, he, he didn't do shit. Then, so yeah, Mike White well, didn't throw for a touchdown? He did. He was two for two. Oh, okay, all right. And it's <laughs> Wait, was Tua was Tua in for the entire fucking game then? Uh, yeah, pretty much. But the the person, that, the person that you want to to look at is the um Dolphins running back who had 218 yards and a That's, couple scores. That is 1976, like like Roger Staubach, fucking like type like uh, like <laughs> shit, dude. 218 yards. That's like Herschel Walker, Emmett Smith back in the day. You don't see that too often. So that's what Derrick Henry's only got to really do in recent memory. 200 yard rushing game. Yeah. From from what I can remember, he had Derrick Henry, and he just doesn't look too hot this year either, honestly. No, yeah. I mean it's 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 sad, man. I mean, the thing is, is like, I mean, running running backs in general, like, I mean, it's it's gonna be weird to see what happens with the NFL in 10 years from now. Running backs could literally be like it could be teams having tryouts, like weekly tryouts, a decade from now. We need a running back. Someone show us something. Like Invincible, it could be Invincible tryouts. I've seen that movie with Mark Wahlberg. They could be having those tryouts ten years from now for running backs. We'll give you ten grand. Go play a game for your favorite team. <laughs> so looking, it's, looking, it's crazy. Looking at his stat line right now, his name is uh, Devon Devin. So the Dolphins uh, running back. Yes, A chain. Yeah, A chain. Sick name. It's badass. 19 carries, 208 yards, two touchdowns, five receptions for 34 yards, and another two touchdowns. In in He's one of my 10 le- yards a carry. Yeah, in one of my leagues that has some <laughs> wa- wacky scoring, um, he put up like 80 points. 80 points with wacky scoring. I don't care how wacky the scoring is. That is insane. Yeah, no, I, I've I the only time I've ever seen somebody come close to that was when um Will Fuller for the Texans when Deshaun was still there had like 15 catches for 220 yards and three touchdowns or something. He had like 70 points. So run through, run through real quick. Lions, good bounce back. Buffalo, big bounce back. 
Yeah. Um, he like you know Houston. They just they can go zero and sixteen. They play Jacksonville. They'll win that game. Jacksonville could have an NFL All Legends team. Houston will find a way to win that game. It's insane. I don't know how they keep always doing it. every time. It's the weirdest it. thing. It's the weirdest thing. And so uh, I mean, so Houston. They uh, just real quick, Nikki. Houston, Indy, the two underdogs in the FC South win. Not big, but Houston won big. Indian overtime. Kicker went five for five from like 50-plus yards. Insane. Carolina sucks. Seattle bounce back win. Kansas City, Chicago. I love what Big Cat said. Like, they're just an FCS team in September. It's like that random team that, no- that <laughs> Alabama plays in November. You know how Alabama always has an FCS team scheduled in November? Like, that. Like he could have been more spot on. That's the Bears. But the two games I want to talk about real quick before we get into our topic of discussion – the New York Jets are can, – can, can you can you just fathom being a Jets fan and what your emotions have been the past month? Like, I can't even – I can't, like – I mean, to think about, like, in, like, just, like, a hyperbole and fucking, like, random scenarios, it's basically a girl going, let's get married. Then the next week she's like, I'm pregnant. Then two weeks later, she's like, it's not yours. It's somebody else's. Like, if you're a Jets fan right now, <laughs> if you're a Jets fan, like, like, where the fuck are you at? Like, you, you're high. Your hopes were so high. Now it's like, I don't even know if you can. I could even, if I was a Jets fan, I wouldn't be able to watch the fucking games. I'll, I'll say that. If you're a Jets fan, just jump off the Brooklyn Bridge already. <laughs> like, it, it, the season's over. There's no reason to even watch football anymore. Isn't that crazy how it's just, it's over. It's not even October. It's over. They got Broadway Joe out here saying that they need to trade Zach Wilson. It's it's week three. They he said done... more than that. Yeah, I mean he he's awful. I don't. I... He's he's like a waste of a draft pick. Should never play for the New York Jets ever again. <laughs> like fucking bum. Well, that's that's what you always think about with these like with these draft analysts, these scouts for NFL teams. Like I am like if a guy gets to the combine or has his has his pro day. Like a pro day to me would, I've never been around a football team my entire life. Watched it, you name it, indulged in it, fancy, you name it. But from being a guy on the outside, a pro day is not going to fucking make or break some days, fuck some guy's draft stock in my eyes. If you're fantastic and your pro day is whatever, whatever. If you're on the line, your pro day is fantastic. I'm not taking you up 10 notches. Because remember his pro day was like unreal. People were talking about it for days. They it's were like, jerking him off during his fucking pro day. His rollout, pass back across right. the field, throwing dimes. It's like, yeah, it's there's nobody playing defense. Of course he's dropping dimes. Yeah, it's but then just, you, you got you also uh, to you to the contrary, you got guys like Josh Allen who that really boosted his stock. He was out there throwing eighty yards. Uh, dropping balls into a bucket on go routes, and and everybody was started salivating over him out of out of Wyoming or was it Idaho? Which one was it? Wyoming, Wyoming. Wyoming. Uh, out of Wyoming, I mean, not a, I, yes, he was projected high because of his you know size and and arm strength, but that pro day I think really put a final stamp on like he's definitely going number one. Just imagine being Zach Wilson, dude. You're not doing this in Baltimore. You're not doing this in Arizona. You're doing it in New York with New York media. And you can't turn a TV on. You can't open up a newspaper. You can't open up your phone without just seeing your fucking name being bukkakied by everybody and everywhere <laughs> left and right. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I give the guy credit for fucking not putting a rope around his neck because I mean, all the solution's simple. Solution's simple. Just play decent, not play well, not play fantastic. Just play average. 250 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Jets are a playoff team. 
Yeah, there's been there's been quarterbacks that have had to do that. I mean, we're talking Dilfer with the Ravens. We're talking Alex Smith with the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, even even Flacco with the the Dolphins Ra- that one Ra- year. Ravens or well, well, Dol- wait, what Dolphins? Didn't he play for the Dolphins? I have that does I can't nope. picture him in a Dolphins uniform at all. Joe Flacco, Flacco. played for the Dolphins. No, he got he got, de- he got he oh. got decapitated in the Miami game. That's what I'm thinking of. My fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know you're doing his helmet came off. Yes. Yeah, yes, and he, yes, put, yes, he yes. put his finger up like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No Flacco, no. There have been guys with great defenses that can just – I mean, the, the, the key is, though, you have to be able to throw a long ball. Flacco could throw the ball a country mile. Like, like, I mean, you got to have something. you got to be able to run, do something. The Jets right now, though, an absolute horror show. It's just – it's really as – as a Patriots fan, it's comical to watch. But at the same point in time, I'm a human being. I can only just imagine what it's like being one of them. And, you know, speaking of – speaking of, like, those, like, franchises where you wonder what it's like to be a fan of, the Chargers – this guy Staley, man, everyone's been talking about it. I know it's getting fucking butchered everyone's brain, but is this guy like, does he just like play Madden all the time and go like, this can translate. Like, dude, like <laughs> if you're playing, if you're playing Madden, if you're playing against someone in Madden, it's been a while since I played Madden, but if you're playing online against someone in Madden, it's fourth and one on their own 25, 30, whatever the fuck it was, it was deep in their zone. No hey. time. You have no timeouts, a minute and a half left down four and they're going for it. You're going to be like, what the fuck is this guy doing in a video game, in a fucking video game? The fact that he did it in real life. Like, what the, the fuck? The balls on that guy. Jesus Christ. And I even do a QB sneak. And I even do a QB sneak when your quarterback is fucking Bigfoot. Crazy. When you see the Eagles fucking every fucking time. That game was nuts, man. I mean, the Chargers. The Chargers. I'm a fan of that team. You got to take like a Percocet, a Xanax, and like just chill out watching those games, man. How about the uh, how about the Vikings? I, I saw a stat uh, the other day that said Kirk Cousins is on pace to throw for the most yards in an NFL season, and Justin Jefferson's on on pace for the most receiving yards in an NFL season. And they may do they may be zero and seventeen while they do it. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Isn't that crazy, man? I mean. It's when you when you think about when you think about the NFL, man. Like and betters know, gamblers know. Like the Chargers are such an appealing team to a sports bear because they're going to give you two mm. things: they're going to give you points, and they're going to give you a close game. So they're yep. always going to appeal to sports betters. So if you've been on the Chargers the past couple of years, you're telling yourself. Like I was telling myself when they had the, when Minnesota had the ball, twenty seconds left, it's on like the three yard line. I'm like, there's no way the Chargers don't blow this. They just blew it. It's over. And that pick, I didn't see coming. At all. And it's like, I think that was the first game I saw the Chargers win where like it came down to the fucking wire. I mean, it's just crazy, dude. I had, I was big on that over too. And it just, I got cupped. I got yeah, cupped you so need hard. Yeah, Minnesota touchdown. Yeah. Needed it in the worst way. And then they had another chance and I needed that and they still didn't get it. Oh, my pain, pain and misery. Well, I mean, I think the I think the the good thing though, I think the NFL is in full swing. I think with that point in time of the year where college football Saturdays, like me personally, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong or not. If you feel the same way, a college football Saturday, it could be shit versus shit this time right now. I know what I was talking about earlier, the slate not looking too good. It could be shit versus shit, but it's a college football Saturday. It's fall. Like it's always going to have that vibe to it. The NFL Sunday, when it's not looking too good and you're hungover as shit and it's not really a great slate, work the next day. It can kind of be miserable. It can kind of be miserable. But right now, I think the NFL is in full swing. I think we've got some great matchups next week. We're going to have some coming. Like, I think we're 
we're looking forward to some great weeks in NFL and college football. You give us a good week here or there, it's a bonus. That's that's where I'm kind of at with like the weekends of football. Yeah, yeah big I, time. I, I would agree. I'm working a second full-time job on Saturdays. I didn't watch a snap of NFL football. I'll, I'll admit it. I placed 115 bets on Saturday, and on Sunday, I'm asleep. Like, I I, I was I was at home. I was keyed up to watch, but just didn't get around to it. When you're betting that much on Saturday, it takes fucking everything out of you. Every little thing, dude. You're sweating out every single – I mean, especially the way you're doing it. 115 picks. You're sweating out literally every second of every game just to go positive. Ridiculous. Yeah, and and, and the, the it's from it's is, from midnight it's from midnight to two a.m. If you do the Hawaii game too, it's from midnight to two a.m. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So uh, and, and I pushed that Hawaii game. By the way, I, I had minus three. So stay uh, <laughs> And look, I know that channel too. The the Reddit stream for the Hawaii games like a Spectrum Hawaii. Like you're just watching like these random commercials. Like what company is this? It's like all Hawaii shit. It's like a foreign foreign world over there. Yeah, it's like somebody filming on a Nokia brick phone. I mean, it's <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It was um, they they played New Mexico State too, right? Last weekend that was the Hawaii game because so. those New Mexico State or Fresno Hawaii, or something. Yeah. New Mexico State yeah. and Hawaii. I've had a couple of games like in college where like staying up watching it and that game meant so much to me. You wouldn't even want to fucking know that those Hawaii New Mexico State games end of September. But yeah, they they beat they beat New Mexico State twenty seventeen and uh, and Conrad go. Going back to the full time job, it's just I'm I'm positive every single week so far. I'm up money. Pretty I don't good. I don't need Not I don't easy. need to risk on the it's NFL. Crazy! It's it. crazy how around five hundred you've been every single week. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I I don't need to risk on the NFL where I'm less confident. Even though week one I had a great week in NFL, went like twelve and five. I don't need to risk my winnings. I'm I'm fine to just sit back and have a relaxing day. That's that. That is me to a T. I cash out. I cash in big on Saturdays, and then in the past when I would bet NFL, I lose it all on the NFL. Yeah, I, I go up big on Saturday. I lose it all on Sunday. Pay the bookie Monday. It was fucking miserable. There's nothing. There's mm-hmm. nothing worse than going into that Monday night game needing a win so you don't so have to. So bad. Pay yeah, and like the spreads like eleven. You're like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> You're like, fuck, I can can never, like, those are always the worst, too. That's usually what it always is, man. And, like, you know, so I got, I got the, I got to thinking this week for, like, a topic of discussion. And I hit you guys with it a couple of days ago. I was, like, singing, I was, like, singing a song to myself. I forget what it was. It was, like, a Christmas, Christmas, like, tune or something. What's Christmas Carol? What the fuck? Like, I think it was a Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol's in September is psychotic. I was just, I was whispering it. And, by the way, it's never too, never too early to get on JC's day. All right. Shout out. Yes, it is. Christmas, November 1st. That's a different discussion for a different time. But point being, I was whistling this Christmas carol to myself, and it came to my mind. I can't two-finger whistle. And I don't know about you guys. My dad oh. can, my dad can two-finger whistle, and you can hear him in Wisconsin. It's fucking, like, it's insane. <laughs> and it got me thinking about, like, dude, I'm 26 years old. My dad, my dad was almost a father. He was a father at 27. I was born when he was 27. He, so I'm kind of like knocking on the door in terms of looking at where my dad was at. I haven't, I guess I started thinking about it in terms of dad skills and things. I don't know if I've acquired anything fucking cool that a dad can do. Yeah, you got nothing useful. All right, fucking, I was hoping for it. <laughs> you've but got, like, you've got, what, what you've you got the hairline it? of a dad. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna have to YouTube, I'm gonna have to YouTube that and LeBron James and LeBron James. Don't forget that. Fuck, I'm off to I'm up to look like a YouTube, the two-finger whistle. I got me thinking about a couple other things too, like grilling. 
like like in terms of like grilling being a grill master is 20 people at a barbecue and like God, there's, on the list. there's 20 people at a barbecue and to be able to man that fucking grill and be able to like like that is something like how do you learn that like everyone's dad can do it but how do you learn do you just go one day like dad like show me how to work the grill but it's like I guess you could do that, but it's not like the setting that you need to be in. Like anyone could do it with no one else in the backyard. It's like, there's a lot of bad things that I was thinking about. How the fuck do you learn how to do them? And, and with that, it's not like it's just like four burgers on the grill. You got oh. like 20 burgers, like 15 hot dogs, a steak, a chicken breast. Like you yeah, got some, some bitch wants a chicken, some bitch wants a chicken, chicken kebab or something, or like fucking yeah. vegan tofu you got to worry about too. It's fucking like, it's anarch. It's I don't understand how they do it. it. You also got to think about the other dads that are standing around the grill with you <laughs> yeah. trying to see if you actually know what the fuck you're doing. And you're having conversation while also knowing what the fuck you're doing. Like, that's not easy. Like, you get, you get lost in a convo. Next thing you know, everything, the whole meal is fucked for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So here, here's what I got. Here's what I got for you guys to feed off of. Conversation style. Notes app was just firing away. Launching people in a pool. That's a dad thing you can learn pretty easily. I feel like, but launching people in a pool or something like the kids go flying off the shoulders. That's an easy one to learn, but also sick dad skill. That one, you need to have dad strength for it. That's like, that's, you have to have kids to be able to do that. Cause then you're just picking up kids, picking up a bunch of shit, you know, doing everything. And you have to have dad strength for that one. I feel like dad moms, strength. I feel like moms get like, moms get like, What's it called when like something happens and you're not there, but intuition. you know something happens? Yeah, moms have sixth, that intuition. Intuition, sixth sense, yeah. Right, but dads, that that's strength, man. Once, once, once that yo put yogurt swings around, and hops on an egg, and creates a creates a kid, man. Something happens to that guy. I don't know what it is, but dad strength is like that has to be studied, right? It's a thing, right? Like like fight or flight, like fight or flight, 100%. like deja vu. Like no yeah. one can explain deja vu. I feel like no one can explain dad strength. That's an, that's another good one I had on here. Only on cookout, like I said, never crying, never crying. Wow, yeah. You cry a lot, Johnny. I don't, I don't, I don't hysterically cry, but I definitely get some tears down my eyes. I'd say, say once a yeah. month, once, once, once every couple of months. Jimmy V, that's healthy, man. That's healthy. It's healthy, and I don't know about you guys. I do it too. Like I'll think about like the end of Friday Night Lights, the movie when like they get stopped on the one yard line. Like I think about <laughs> stuff like that. I kind of start crying a little bit. Like yeah, you, you just, you're picturing Tim McGraw putting the the ring on his son's finger, and John's yeah, just yeah, a puddle. Yeah. John's just a puddle of emotions. And like I'm not just like when he was gonna see the big house. I'm gonna cry when I see the big right, house. Exactly. And, and right. And if I was coherent, I wouldn't have hysterically cried. But it would have been like uh, it would have been like a, a grandfather. They're watching their grandson do something spectacular. Just like just tears come out the corner, but that's never crying. I don't think I've ever. I didn't see my dad cry, but I was at somewhere where he did. The greatest game ever played. Have you guys ever seen that movie with Shia LaBeouf, the golf movie? Yep. No, so great, I actually have never seen Francis. It. We met. Great, yeah, Francis. We met. It's on the only. It's I, I. I don't know if it's the only, but it was the first amateur ever in the U.S. Open, like nineteen twelve. Kid wins the kids. Kid wins the U.S. Open as an amateur. And I remember, like, I guess. My mom was like, my dad like had to leave the room. She was crying a little bit, and I've never, <laughs> I've never, I've never seen him cry. And I, I think I was like seven for that, but I've never seen my dad cry. Not about you guys, but dad's like not crying, not really showing emotion. That's like, I mean, I feel like that's that's an epitome of a dad, right? Oh, also very 100%. close, very close, John. Nineteen thirteen, not nineteen twelve. Nineteen thirteen, nineteen twelve, but like never showing okay, emotion. Technical. Like, you know, if like, but you know, if like, but you know, if like, I don't know, like, I don't know about you guys. I never knew about anything. Like, like the family could be in shambles. Dad comes home from work, grabs a cold one, 
puts his feet up on the chair. Like you have, you have no idea. Like you have no Not idea what's clue. going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that and never crying. You're like two things. I just like such a dad move. Yeah. That, I, the only time I've ever seen my dad or I don't, I've never even seen it. I just heard it over the phone is when he told me that his dad passed away. I'm like, okay, well that's like the only, like the right. only time you'll like ever see like a close family member passes away. That's like, the only time I've never seen growing up, no matter oh eight hits, jobless, any of that, always like never in shambles, just a rock, dude. Right. Yeah, it's like, I've, go ahead, Nick. I, I've I, there's a few times that I can remember, but one one that I think all dads will cry at if they have a daughter is at their 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 first daughter's probably all their daughter's wedding. Yeah. Um, when my older oh, sister yeah, got yeah, married, yeah. dad seeing her in the wedding dress that's like you know you're done as a dad well not done as a dad but like you've you're giving them to somebody else they're not your kid anymore they're somebody's wife so mm-hmm. that that's a that's a big big cry scene for a dad that's a lock for dads to cry at their daughter's wedding every time I forgot i forgot all i forgot all i was gonna say I, there it'll come to me but go ahead conrad I, I just had one written down the list. And this is very specific to my dad, Frank the Tank. If you knew my dad growing up or ever were in our house when a scammer called the house phone, the ability the, the ability this guy had to fuck with these scammers and keep them on the phone for like 30 minutes to 45 minutes just like too. shooting this. Sh- and he's just like, and you know, he's a salesman. He could talk to fucking a brick wall. It's where I get it from. I mean, it's it's all I've ever known. And this guy would fuck with these scammers non-stop he would like salivate at the mouth he's like oh it's a scammer give me the phone give me the phone right now and he's like he's like sahajapri what's going on man no you want my social i'll give it to you one two three four five six seven eight nine I'm like <laughs> jesus christ that non-stop he would like i'm telling you it was like his favorite pastime uh my my dad's favorite line whenever we got telemarketers when i was a kid was uh like yeah give, give me your phone number i'll call you when you're eating dinner because they always call when you're eating <laughs> yeah always always dude and you just got to sit there in silence while your dad's just shitting on this telemarketer i'm just like eating craft mac and cheese as like a fucking eight-year-old that's and that's one thing i forget that's one thing i forget about too like that goes on like in the car like what i've oh acquired what i've acquired is a dad skill of sports radio i can't stop listening i've been for the past since i was in college sports radio constantly like when i'm in the car it's 80 percent sports radio podcast 20 percent music and i like forget what it's like being in a car as a kid I guess we had headphones and iPods and shit, but I don't remember ever doing it. You should have suffered through whatever your dad had. You're going on a long road trip to a game. Oh. You want to listen to music? That's all I want to listen to as a kid was music. No, I have on some political radio. Or I have on Boston Sports Radio the entire way. The entire way. You're like, how do you fuck do you listen to this? Now I know. Yeah. It's not the same way. Um, I've got I've got a couple written down. John, you got any more on your list? Yeah, the last two I got are cars and cards, cars and cards, total dad thing. But it's, I feel yeah. like it's a, I feel like it's a thing that you're taught from your dad. If your dad's not a car guy, you're not going to be a car guy. I feel like sport guys and car guys yeah. don't really mesh. I feel like you're either a car guy or a sports guy. To be both, like I couldn't tell you one thing about a fucking Hemi or a horsepower. I got fucking no. my my car knowledge is shot. But not a single knowledge, thing. Right, you can't have you can't have no cars and no sports and no cards. You got to have one of the three. You gotta have one of three. And cards, I feel like everyone knows blackjack and shit. But like, unless your dad knew poker and loved poker, you're gonna have to learn it on your own too. You know, mm. like my dad loved cribbage. I never got into cribbage. I could never understand that fucking game. What but the like, fuck is that? Really, cribbage? <laughs> look it up. Look it up. It's like I don't know. It's it's. I guess a lot of people like it. At least the ones that, that sounds seen. like an old man game, right there. Yeah. yeah, it's a dad game. But yeah. 
cards and cards are two I have, but it's also like if your dad didn't know him, you're not gonna really know him unless you venture out on your own. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I I've got a, a pretty extensive list. We've 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 touched on them uh, a few of them already. Dad strength on par with retard strength. Uh, number two, dad breath. Why is it? By the so... way, Nick, 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 Nick. Every single episode has dropped. Has just dropped <laughs> yeah. a crazy line. Just, uh, but go on. I mean, I love it. I love it. I love it. But go on. Go uh, on. No, number dad two, breath. Dad breath. Why is it so hot? Do you guys not? You guys... That's just morning breath, my friend. Whoa. That is literally just morning breath. Whoa, I you, guarantee you. Are you getting Tom you... Brady? Are you getting Tom no. Brady in the morning? You've never been. <laughs> in, you've never been in bed on a Saturday morning. Your dad goes, "Get out." It's time to do some yard work. And you're Dude, I think like, my dad. Oh. I think my dad. No, my, my dad, dad has never whispered in my ear <laughs> as a child while I'm sleeping. Conrad's getting his. You need payback. to go to therapy. Yeah, Conrad's getting his payback. Already he been. Left out to dry. He's getting his payback. He left out to dry. The vibrator thing last weekend, right now. <laughs> but no, I don't even think my dad knew my fucking bedroom was. My mom would wake me up if anybody would wake me up. Yeah, I had I had a door where you would open it and like it would get stuck in the door frame. So you just hear the doorknob turn and pop pretty much the door pop open. I'm like, all right, I guess it's time to fucking get up now. Nikki, before you before you your next one, Nikki, just came to my head. Total dad skill, not knowing where your kid goes to elementary school or whatever school he's going. I just having no idea, knowing none not, of his teachers. Not none of the teachers. A, not an emergency contact. That's a hundred percent a mom duty. Oh, never. Yeah, 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 come down, come down to the school. Like, like he's throwing up everywhere. It's a mess. All right, what, what school is he at? What What's the he address? <laughs> the, the only thing I ever put my dad as down for like an emergency contact for is like extreme stuff. Like, it, you know, paintball is not extreme, but if you go like bungee jumping or, you know, <laughs> right, you do right. some shit like that, <laughs> you put that team down for that. But anything else, it's my The draft, the draft, anything like that. Like I put my yeah. dad on there, yeah. <laughs> go on nicky keep running through it next i've got dad jokes at what age do oh, you yeah. learn them and what age do you start sharing them yeah when you're yeah. a dad i feel like I, I feel like i feel like they just come from experience too you know and like well, dad jokes can be funny they can be funny but it's like you gotta well, they, have the delivery you gotta be a dad yeah. You, you got to have like a little toddler who knows fucking not shit about anything. And you just got to have the dumbest jokes that get them to laugh. And that, I think that's where the dad jokes. Come. And Honestly, then they just never leave. Then the they head. never leave. Yeah. Then they never leave. And they're just Great dad call. jokes for the rest of your life. Great call. That's, that's nailed. And Conrad, you're frozen down below. Your audio is great, but you're frozen down below. So if I start talking over you, it's because I can't see you talking down below. Just get that out there. Nick, you keep going. Um, next, in it's in relation to dad strength, but it's reflexes. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, mm -hmm. videos online where like a kid's about to fall and their dad just reaches out of nowhere, grabs them, stops them from falling. Yeah. Again, that, that sixth sense type deal. Yeah. It will, um, it will be sick. It will be sick to one day if you have a, a son, daughter, whatever, and to have your wife drop the weight till your father gets home and the fear of God that just put into the kid. Like, it will be cool to know that, like, having somebody say, wait till I get home is going to be that fearful one day. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, that was the worst. That was the worst line growing up was wait till your father gets home. Wait till your father gets home. Oh. And you're just like, fuck. Ah, uh, dude. I, I what, are you you guys, what are you going to tell him? What are you going to my my dad, my parents never hit me, but for whatever reason, in the back of my mind, it's like, oh, wait till your father hears about this. I just, I feel like I'm, he's going like, to come home and snap my neck when I was a child. Like, I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> just having that fear as a father to strike it into your children. Again, it's just like, I think it just comes with time. You're like, don't fucking do that. Yeah. And yeah, then you just like, like shit your pants as like a 10 year old. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. 
and now it's kind of like it's kind of like pledging right when like when you're when you're pledging you're like i wonder what's like be on the other side and like you get to this side and like everyone's like joking whatever like we're gonna we're gonna scare the hell out of these kids i wonder if like like when your dad you're driving home you're like kind of laughing to yourself like i wonder how much he's shitting his pants right now what a pussy <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously he's like i can't wait to strike the fear of god in my kid when i get he's home like, after work. he's taking laps around the neighborhood just to prolong it even more <laughs> uh Let's see. I got a couple that go together. Airport mode. Dads in airports. You're the leader of the family. Everyone follows you. You got to know where to go. Exactly. You got to get the layout of the airport, where you're parking, whole thing. Secondly, uh, getting lost and finding your way with no directions. It's a good one. My dad used to get us to the airport like five hours early back in the day. He's like, I'm not taking no chances. I don't care if we have to sit there. We're going to sit in the airport. Fucking you're going to like it. And then again, my dad would do the same thing driving home. He used to fuck with us. He would like purposely drive past our neighbor and be like, oh, I don't know where we're going. And be like, turn left. And he'd just like bang a right, like a super hard 90 degree right. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Come airports, on. airports and beaches. A dad on beach day, you're not relaxing. Yep. You're you're not relaxing. Like looking at it now, like there's no relaxation between hauling all the shit. And up until like a gross age, I like he had to put like my dad would have the sunscreen, it would have a station. My little brother would come in, my sister would come in. And up until I was like, I don't know, I remember being like 12, 13 years old, and he was just so rough, just like shaking me like a rag doll. <laughs> I'm like, I can put it on myself. You know, you won't put it on, so I'm putting it on. Just being ragdolled sunscreen. And then all the shit you got to take to the fucking beach, that little push boogie cart, all the shit back, fucking the sandwiches. Like, when you're a dad at the beach, you're getting a fucking workout in. Airports mm. and beaches. They're it's not relaxing. It's not relaxing. He's back down dad. below. And he's back down below. Yeah, I know. It, it isn't. Like, looking at it now, like, that's got to be fucking miserable. You get a fucking week off of work. You get one week off the entire year. And now I got to go lug $100 with the beach equipment there and back to hang out in the sun for six hours. Well, I think we're here. Ba- my kids fucking complain and throw sand on each other. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we're burying the lead there. You You have to coordinate the family to get to the beach and keep your wife happy. Because this is the lady that you sleep with every night. And you're going to hear from her if if the kids are a fucking mess. So mm. that's why your dad is th- rubbing right. you, rubbing you down, and, and being rough as shit. Um, next on the list ties into Grill Master: How to make the perfect sandwich. Mom's gone, no food to cook. You, your dads have never shown you his perfect sandwich. I don't know if show me, but you have a sandwich and it hits so much better well, than mom's ever would. Yes. Well, here's my question for you, Nick. Rattle off his favorite sandwich. I want Dad's, to hear that, I, like that, I like that. I like that. Dad's favorite sandwich. We got sliced ham and sliced turkey. Okay. You get it. It's a good start. Yeah, it get onion, couple slices, tom- tomato, lettuce, a little bit of mayo, a little bit of mustard. Lay's original. Crush a wow, little that's, that's a that's a kid move by the dad. It's a power move. Crush a couple chips. Put more on the side, crunch while you eat the sandwich. Cut diagonally. You don't cut it down the middle. You cut diagonally. Yeah, cut diagonally. I, I agree with that. My dad. I don't think my dad knows you can put sandwich like chips on sandwiches. I don't think he knows that's a thing. That's even possible. <laughs> I feel like an all-time dad move is just eating lunch meat out of the bag yeah, and wrapping it. Tony in Soprano. That's what my dad does. Yeah, Tony, he's Tony just Soprano. Like fucking, yep. Hey, those Italians, man. They know what they're doing. 
I, I like oh. that. I like that sandwich, Nikki. I like the double meat. You gotta go double meat, roast beef, capicola, turkey, and whatever it may be. But the homemade on the home onions. I'll get onions on the sandwich on like a Philly cheesesteak every now and again when I'm out. But to get the onion to cut it out, put it on yourself. Just give me the tomato lettuce. I'll be okay with the mayo and mustard. I like, I like Agreed. I'm I'm not a raw onion guy, but the sautéed onions. Yeah, with you on that. One thing that just came to my mind that's not on the list, and I can't believe I forgot it, is the dad tax. Every time you're sitting in the back seat of the car, you Good open one. up a bag of chips. He goes this number right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This the number hand, right here. He here's Give here's me. the slightest crinkle of a bag, and his hands already behind yeah. the chair. For those like, listening, for those listening, Nick is doing like the reach the arm back while you're driving, as like, "Give me some fucking chips, motherfucker." Just, just hand out in a in a in a claw. Just give me a couple of those. Let me get a let me get a handful. So it's it's so true, dude. And like and like so another thing. On. Another thing too is like uh like a total dad thing, like a thing I hope to acquire give to my son is like tidbits of like your like your high school boys, like your high school stories, your college boys, your college stories, and giving tidbits to your son. And therefore son goes and tells his friends and starts doing it. Like I remember like my dad, they had this one guy in the group, they called him Spud for Spud Webb because he was like so short. So my one buddy who's like five seven, Chrissy Mush, uh Conrad, Nikki and for the faithful, Chrissy Chrissy <laughs> Mush, that motherfucker. He has like Shout ten Mush. He has like ten nicknames. Gilbert Huff, the, the short little boss from the Incredibles. We call him Gilbert Huff. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Spud Webb, Ryan Shackler. <laughs> like Spud Webb, Ryan Sheckler, and like taking like like you gotta give your you gotta give you gotta give your kids some good high school stories because I don't know about you guys, but I heard like my dad's like stories from like his high school buddies. We go on vacation with his high school and college buddies every single summer. I fucking hear oh, these stories. Awesome. I'd hear these stories all week. Get back like boys, we gotta turn up a fucking notch. We gotta get it going. Hundred <laughs> percent. When I was going to college, he was giving me some stories about his time in college. I'm like, I gotta live up to this. Are you fucking <laughs> yeah, kidding me? Yeah, like, yeah. I gotta, I gotta really put my drinking panties on, dude. Let's fucking go. And like chirps too, like like chirps. I remember my, my dad would always used to say Gordon. I'm like, where'd that come from? He's like, Well, you ever hear a guy named Gordon? You're like, no, not really. Well, yeah, if you name your son Gordon, you're a fucking Gordon. You're a loser. Gordon. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start coming to the Gordons now. Like Herb and shit like that. Like Herb, Herb's me, but stuff like that. Like when you hear chirps from your dad and give it to the boys and it hits, you're like, Oh, let's go. Let's go. Next generation. Uh one of my yeah. favorite stories when I transferred to ECU, because my dad went to ECU in the 80s. He came down and we went out that night and we were walking in, in downtown and he goes, where's the dumpsters? And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, in the 80s, they would just put dumpsters on every street corner and you were able to carry your beer cans from bar to bar. And at the end of the night, there would just be a three foot pile of beer cans all throughout downtown. And I thought that was awesome. Going, That's going, pretty specific. That is awesome. Going back to what I originally said though, before we hop in, a quick a quick preview because we're going to drop the pick vids this weekend. So you guys are going to know we're going to get into, but just a quick preview before we get to that. The two-finger whistle, though, I'm determined to, like, to fucking know how to do that. The two-finger whistle has got to be a fucking, like, just to let that thing rip. Nikki, can you try? I used to be able to do it. Ah. Yeah, like it, it came. It came in like a little bird chirping on the microphone. But it was so oh. good. Like I got to. I'm gonna have to YouTube that because that is like something. Like I got. I gotta figure out how to do to the yeah. two finger whistle. Because like, because like when you call somebody and you're with a group of people 
And like, you just hear the wife go calling her husband, call him over. Call. He's like, all right. Gets the fingers right. Just, like, fucking, yeah. like, that's going to be such a good feeling of power. Yeah. yeah. My, my dad was a, a ball <laughs> coach my entire life still is. Uh, and whether he had a whistle or didn't have a whistle at any practice we ever went to two fingers in the mouth and you, you learn your dad's tone with the whistle. Yeah. You know who it is. You don't have to look. You right. know, you're like you're the like, tone ah, of the whistle. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, when you're, when you're going, you're with your family and you walk off too far and you just hear it and you're like, ah, fuck. All right. I'll, I'll go back. And then, but okay. So before we get to the preview, now you got me with one more. Now you got me with one more, Nikki. To a, a total dad skill that comes with a kid, though. This one, this was probably the only one, or we talked about the majority of them really haven't involved kids. It's just been in terms of older dude knowledge that comes to you or skills. But this one involving a kid being the dad that is like not the dad who's like all over the place, like in your kid's sports, but like, but having a little bit of tidbits. I remember my dad, we had a chalkboard in the basement. I'm like mini mites for like hockey, which is like eight years old. He's drawing up like plays on the chalkboard. I'm like, I still remember that to this fucking day. I'm like, I'm eight years old. Why is he dropping a dump and change? Why is he drawing? He <laughs> dumping a puck and getting off the ice, but knowing how to do that. Then uh, then not also be the dad who's in the stands screaming at the ref, cursing him out at an eight year old hockey game to like ride that line of like, I'm going to care. I'm going to show you I care. I'm going to give you some tidbits, but also not being the dad that's like getting kicked out drunk at fucking games, like riding that thin line to get stat skill. You, you got any dad? It's hard. Your, you got any dad at your sports games uh, stories, Conrad? I've got one that I, I can. Oh, uh, my dad. So I play travel lacrosse, summer lacrosse. If you know anything about summer, summer lacrosse, it's tournaments every fucking weekend. Long Island and teams. Sometimes parents. It, oh my God. No. If you are. If you are on a like an average team and you get in a tournament and you go up against like the A team, the A bracket or whatever, and they shit on your fucking chest every like time you play them, this one guy, they called him Sideburns. He's a face-off guy. Every time he go out to the face-off, he'd do like this psychotic scream and smash his stick against his helmet like five times. We were maybe losing like 20 to three at this point. Game's not even like halfway over. We're getting absolutely shit on. My dad starts screaming back at this guy. And they get in a screaming match. They're just going, ah, 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 just back and forth for like five minutes before the faceoff. Like, dude, let's like let's get just get this game over with, Dad. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, it's it was bad, dude. And then I, this this wasn't my dad, but this was the drunk dad on our team. I'm not gonna name names. <laughs> um, he would just like have the brown paper bag and stand at the very top of the stadium. It's it's lacrosse and fucking suburbia pa you know there's not we're not so he's like he's like, four, he's like he's like well, he's like five or six bleachers up or you talking like an actual state empty stadium you're playing no no right? i'm talking like a high school stadium he's at the very top and you know it's like <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. there's there's maybe like 50 people there and it's all parents anyway and they're all you know the right. first couple rows watching him he's all the way at the top and he's like what the fuck ref what the f-? he's just motherfucking this ref in like the first two minutes of the game and it's some you know there's always those teams in your conference that you just you know walk all over every single year Right. We're like, dude, we're going to win this game by 15. Like, you don't need to get kicked out in the first two minutes for being blackout drunk. But every if you played any type of organized sports, you've seen all types of those dads. Oh, and, yeah. and they are a fucking hoot, man. Let me tell you. And Nikki, before you get to yours, Nikki, there's, there's dads like in hockey. There's dads that'll stand by the glass, hands in their pockets, just stand by the glass, not even talking to each other, just watching. There's dads who'll be in the stands with their wives. 
Then there's dads who are going to like meet, like get, like talk to the kids as they're walking to the locker room during an admission. Like there's so many different avenues you can take. It's just not being the one who's getting kicked out of the game in the second quarter for being hammered drunk at 10 a.m. on a Saturday in July. <laughs> Mickey. Uh, so a little bit of backstory. My birthday was on the cutoff for sports, July 31st. So I could always play up with the older kids and down with the younger kids. My last year being able to play down with the younger kids, I was 14. My dad would never let me throw a curveball because he was afraid I was going to blow out my elbow. <laughs> That's a dad and, thing. And yep. I, I am just, this is baseball, on the mound, just throwing gas at these kids and just blowing by everybody. And I hear, John, a whistle from the stands, and he literally just puts his hand up like this. He goes, if you're going to throw it, throw it. And it was the first time I ever threw a, a curveball in a game. Fucking this kid buckled to his knees, and I was like, all right, Dad, you, you won that one. You got your fucking spot in the game. There's something about our parents' generation in baseball. Like, my dad, when I told my dad I was going to play lacrosse, I was doing baseball and lacrosse. When I told him I was doing mm. lacrosse full-time, like, talking about never crying. I think that was a time where he was, like, had to leave the room. <laughs> I was, like, shaking his head. Because, like, there's something about our dads in baseball. Like, I remember having catches with my dad. He'd come home after work, still, like, still in the work attire. You throw one ball at the feet. John, you throw more fucking ball like that. I'm going inside. I'm like, yeah. oh my god! Don't waste my time. You're not gonna wait. Yeah, don't waste my fucking time. We're gonna we're gonna play catch. We're gonna play fucking catch. And then it translated for lacrosse. Like whenever I go scoop dog shit, he's like, go work on your ground balls. So I'm scooping <laughs> dog shit to work on my ground balls. But that was uh, that's that's L that's LRP talking dads right there, folks. I know this was back to back. A couple topics of uh, discussion. Just break up the sports talk. I like I like it. Absolutely. That's a good topic. I like it, man. And, you know, getting, getting into uh, to football for this weekend, college football. Nick, real quick, do you have any notable matchups in college football and NFL? I'll let you take over the reins here. Drop the notable matchups in college football. We'll talk quick. NFL, we'll talk quick. Some of the people on out of here. Yes, we have uh, a few games tomorrow. Uh, nothing of note, but three games on the schedule. I will give those games out uh after work tomorrow i'll put up a pick vid for that i've got nc state losing on friday to louisville as i said earlier also friday night we've got a ranked matchup that john talked about utah oregon state we've got a couple nine more perfect nine o'clock kickoff yeah give me uh, a see if you can give me give me time if you give me time and like three matchups to call up on the watch this weekend we got utah oregon state you got a couple good ones on saturday to give the people time and teams who's home who's okay Yep, Georgia at Auburn, three thirty. Ooh, uh, that one at Auburn. It could be sneaky being at Auburn. Could be sketchy. I think Sorry. Auburn's a fourteen point dog. Yep. Auburn's a two touchdown dog at home. I like if I, if Auburn can get out to a hot start there, seven nothing or something. If they can get out to a hot start and score the first touchdown, I mean Georgia's really been under the radar in terms of no one's really been talking about so much talk, so much talk in college football this year that Georgia's kind of under the radar. This could be a game that brings brings them to light in a good or bad way. Um, following it up also on the 330 slate, Kansas at Texas. Texas absolutely dog walked yep. Baylor last week. Yep. Uh, do we think Kansas gives them any sort of trouble? Texas I, minus 16 and a half. Yeah, I think. I mean, I want Kansas to make it tight, but I think Texas fucking rolls for the Big 12 this year. They just roll on through. Um, next. I mean, Duke, Duke, Notre Dame, Duke, Notre Dame, seven o'clock. Well, we're not, right? we're not there yet. We're not yeah, there yet. We we're got, not, we're working down. Uh, Give them the I've six got, o'clock. I've got six o'clock. LSU at Ole Miss, thirteen Woo. versus twenty on ESPN. 
I think LSU you have to, minus two and a half. Yeah, I think you have to pull for LSU just because if they don't win that game, then Alabama can walk onto the SEC championship game with no one at quarterback. So I think you have to root for LSU there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ole Miss didn't really show me a lot last week, but I mean, I think they're just little brother to Alabama. Uh, that's going to take a while for them to get over the hump. I still think this is a good game. And uh, I don't know what the under over is. It is. Well, I, 60, I think it's 61, 67 and a half. Jeez, man, I think so I'm taking high. the over. I think I'm taking the over. Ole, Ole Miss is one of those teams. I mean, like, I don't want them to win. If they, if they beat LSU this weekend, what's it for? What 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 what's it for? Well, I mean, right. I mean, you know, it's like if, if they they're they, not going to make a run, right? They're right. not going to do anything in the playoffs, right? Exactly so I'm pulling. So we're on the same page, there, boys. What 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 we got else besides? I guess Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame the next one. No, Oregon at Stanford. Uh, Oregon <laughs> Oregon is going to blow the doors off of them. Uh, they may cover the over by themselves. Uh, sneaky matchup that I like is Iowa State. At Oklahoma, Oklahoma is um, rolling right now. I like Iowa State on defense. I think this is a closer game than people think. I mean, what's the spread? Because they just lost to a MAG team two weeks ago. Twenty. Twenty. I mean, yeah, that's if you want to take a big. You want to take a big spread? Keep it close. Big twelve Three game. Touchdowns. I don't hate that. What's the spread on Notre Dame and Duke? Though I could give a fuck about Cal University at fucking Sacramento versus fucking five and a Portland half. State. Five and a half. Do Notre Dame's a favorite at Duke? Uh, it's now up to six. Notre Dame minus six at Duke. I mean, there. I, I, I think you take Notre Dame and just fucking don't overthink it. Yeah, yeah. don't overthink it. I'll tell you this: there is absolutely no home home field advantage at Wallace Wade Stadium. It might be <laughs> that's, that's, that's Duke's football stadium. Wallace yeah, Wallace Wade, Wade Stadium. Uh, might as well throw might as well throw Gordon on there. Wallace Wade. Yeah, Wade South, yeah I was gonna. Might as well be Robert E. Lee Stadium is what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, full concrete benches the entire way around. Yeah, that I guess it does sound like that. The, full <laughs> the, concrete benches. The site of the only Rose Bowl not played in Pasadena is uh, – it might it might have been before Wallace Wade Stadium, but that's Duke. Just quick question. Point. Nikki, find us a late-night game while I'll ask this quick question to Conrad. What happened to Notre Dame playing an ACC schedule – during the COVID year, and now that they're not doing that anymore, you know what I'm talking about? Like, they had like the, the ACC schedule in football. I'm pretty sure they could have went to the ACC championship football game. You know what I'm talking about? A couple of years ago, when they were playing like Clemson, they played everybody in the ACC. And I think that maybe it was like a COVID year thing or something. I think that was just a COVID year thing because like a lot of the smaller programs that they do play, um, like just didn't have their seasons. Like yeah. only the major, like the power five conferences really had their full seasons. Like big 10. So they normally play a lot of big 10 schools. Big 10 had like what a six game season or whatever. Yeah, was yeah. That year. Like I think, you're on so I think they just made, like they had some makeups there, but they primarily, they play a couple ACC and a couple big 10 and then, you know, their tune up games. Right, and then like USC, yep. Stanford, well, yeah, always they, USC, yeah, yeah. Right, what do you what do you got for late night, Nikki? A uh, couple last games. Uh, South Carolina at Tennessee is an SEC matchup. I'll take a look at Alabama at Mississippi State. That game kicks at nine. Yeah, it's gonna be trash. That game will be trash. I would say, I, I would tell you this, South Carolina though, with fucking. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rattler. Oak, yeah, Rattler. I mean, that guy, man. Talk about ending the year like he did last year. Then this year, to kind of just the same exact story as last year is fucking crazy to me. Man, I really thought they were going to be something that we'd be worried about. No, I, I never really believed in Rattler. Uh, I think he's too much of a me guy. But I mean, I, they could play the 
the part of spoiler like they did last year, and that's the only thing they have to play for at the end of the year. That's the only reason they were competitive in those games, I feel like. Well, you get to that point in the college football season where it's like you look at the slate and you're like, and kind of back to what I was touching about before, when it's like shit and shit, and you're like, you're just still pumped it's college football. You're going to get upset still. Like, like you look at these games like it's going to suck. No, there's still going to be a couple of upsets that are going to catch you off guard. It's just where they're going to be at. 100%. And that's like exactly what it says. Like those those teams um, who are like those big underdogs, they're playing to knock these other teams. They're playing to like knock these rivals out of like contention, out of a conference championship. Like they don't give a fuck about their season anymore. They're strictly playing to ruin everyone else's season. And I think that's kind of the beauty behind college football too. You got to know yeah. those spots, got to know those teams and know how it's going to play out. Damn right. Uh, Last two games of the night is Washington at Arizona at 10 p.m. Uh, Arizona gets up for their night games. I don't know yeah. if you guys. Are, I don't know if you guys have watched those West Coast games uh, at Arizona, but they get up. Uh, I haven't, I think, but I guess I got that. Why would we? Why I haven't. We? I haven't, but Nikki's the West Coast king, so I'll take that for its worth. What's the spread? Why would we watch those at Arizona? What's the spread? <laughs> Give me a second. Sorry. You gotta get the live the live odds app, Nikki. I know you like doing. I got the, it. Plus, I know, uh, I know I know you do. I know you do. But you got nineteen is the spread on that game. Okay, so I'll be a good one to take. And then Nikki, give us your last uh, late night game again. Give us your little run through on it really quickly, and then we'll hop in NFL. Uh, Nevada. Nikki's, Nikki's thirty seconds of shine. Nevada at Fresno State is the last game of the night. That's a ten thirty kick. Uh, give me Fresno State is going to be a twenty four and a half point favorite. Nevada is off. Awful. They're Fresno State. Fun. Fresno State is like they, they could be. They could be they're, like a Boise State of ten years ago. Low key. If you watch yeah. out for them this year. They're they're ranked right now. They're number twenty five. I would have said Bama, Mississippi State, but no, he dropped that. He, he dropped oh. that. that. That game's gonna be. That game's gonna be fucking ass. Hand up. Hand up. Okay. My bad. Yeah. That that game's gonna be ass. But NFL NFL this weekend. I'm gonna. I mean. Uh, we haven't talked about it. We haven't talked about him until just now, but Turb. Uh, I want to give Turb. I want to give Turb the video uh, this weekend. But, I mean, Nikki said 11 ep- episodes. Conrad said 10. And if you got those tickets on week one, the odds have dropped dramatically because that's looking pretty promising right now. Yeah, he said his dad forgot the mic in the group. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I, mean he, I mean, he could go to Amazon and buy one for 40 bucks and we'd be fine, but it's just and not how be it's here tomorrow. It's not how it's going to go down. It's and not how it's going to go down. You want to talk about an all-time turb move. That's an all-time turb. All-time, all-time. <laughs> and I'm kind of giving him the, the, the T.O. treatment right now. Like, I didn't really text him about the pod today. Like, you know, if he wants it. Well, let me know. Kind of getting like the star player treatment and fucking shut up, blow up on the media. It's like, you know, I'm not going to talk to him. I want to see what, where his priorities are. And oh, yes. I don't know where and they're it, at. I don't know where they're at. We need him. We miss him. But I we, mean, we the bar- will keep on rolling without him. We bury this an hour into the podcast. Make sure he's listening. So we know he's chirping. We're chirping him. Uh, same way that Tuna somehow didn't know I was on a thousand play season. He asked me what bets I had last Saturday. Oh, and I, is, said, I mean, All he doesn't. He, he is so. Can we like, just stop yeah. bringing tuna? Up? Yeah, like, he's, he's, done. he's dead. He's, he's dead. There's tuna. no such thing as tuna anymore. Yeah. No such thing as primetime tuna. His name is just John Avi at this point. Yep, and I'll leave it. I'll leave it with this on tuna. He's one of those guys to where he's like, uh, and like I know he's not fucking listening. That fucking nerd. But I hope he fucking is because he's one of those guys where he's like, 
I'm not that guy in college. I'm not that guy you met in college. I'm different now. I'm different. You can still be that guy in college while also not being a full-on degen inebriate all the time. You can still be that guy. You don't got to be the whole, I'm different now. I'm new. But that's the way he's taking. That's the path he's taking. He's totally put the blinders on for LRP. The people love him. The people miss him. But you know what? I'm not going to be the fucking ex-girlfriend crying in bed fucking jamming my six-speed dildo up my ass, okay? We're moving on. <laughs> that is still so crazy. They have 12 fucking speeds now, but we are moving on. We're moving on without him. You know, Tuna, I have given you the opposite of the term, the term treatment. I've given you the, I will give you jerk offs, fucking under the pants, over the pants. I'm here for you. I love you. I'll get you to the people. No problem whatsoever. Yan Baby's Tuna. Connor knows all about that. Hashtag was That's a couple a years fact. ago. That a is fact. a fact. That is, I said fact. that every single. We won't know where it originated is he would only edit Tuna's videos and not mine, <laughs> even though I'm a way better gambler than Tuna. And that's where that came from. And you know what? Does it hurt a little bit? Yes, but it doesn't matter. You know, 29 and 15 speaks for itself. I, I got nothing to say to Tuna. Tina, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Tuna, Tuna was like, he was at the King Orca at fucking SeaWorld. And it's like, if he's not, if he's not like there emotionally, mentally, the show's ruined. So that's why I had to like coddle him. I should have coddled him. <laughs> he did need the baby boy treatment. He, he did. needed to be coddled. My he God. sure, he sure did. But uh, that, that I hope he listens me, to this. That pains me, Connor, because you were four years ago, dropped the first pick video ever on this page. You bellowed us every step of the way. No fucking problem. No questions asked. No reaming him in. No fucking making sure where his mind's at, where his mental's at. Every single year he shows up, he performs. And that, my friend, kudos, hats off. Four Even when I'm down in the dumpsters. Last year, last year I had, I think, a 2-12 and 12 week or something, 2-10 and 10 <laughs> week. And I still came back the next week, and I still delivered. And by the Which way, I might toot my own horn, but it is what it is. And by the, and by the way, too, like uh, like fuck NFL, fuck NFL. I'll drop NFL this weekend. You want the preview on NFL? You want all that? I'll drop it in my pick video on Sunday. But people forget. Like people don't know. It's not fucking easy doing those pick vids. At least I forgot. I forgot how much like. When like you don't know what to say or like you don't know where to take it or where to go, you just start. I just start dropping f bombs left and right, and like I'm like that's <laughs> it reminds me of my first podcast. Like you're just like fuck it up, fuck it, fuck it up, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Like it's not to get your thoughts correlated and to get them out to the people in like 90 seconds, two minutes with Conrad, the one take Terry. It ain't easy folks. You try it. It ain't easy. It's, it's definitely not, not. I've, I've screwed up many a shot for, for John and for Turb when we did the, the triple, triple take. So, I, I mean, I'm that guy. I'm not, I'm not used to being on camera. John's definitely more of the, the, we're going to get man. you there though. We're going to get you there though, Nikki. Cause yeah. Nikki, when he came over at the Monday night football game, a week ago, two weeks, yeah, a week and a half ago. He's hammered on my couch. Just goes, he's watching his video that I posted. I gotta get, I gotta get more clicks. I gotta get more energy. What the fuck is this? It's not easy though, Nikki. It's not easy. We're gonna get you there. We're gonna get you because if you get, if you, if you become a ball, a ball of fire in front of the camera, man. I mean, I want, I want Tuna to fucking suck his own dick watching. Our new, what's the fucking word called when like Mozart Fat has guy. someone who's bringing up oh. a fucking Mozart has a Mozart has a student he's trained to be him. What's Protégé. that called? Protege, protege, protege. There we go, Nikki. Back to back times that you got us on the words on the word find this episode. I want Tuna to suck his own dick watching LRP's next protege take the spotlight, take his fame, take his followers, take his army because Conrad's army gets too strong. We could have a fucking Nazi thing on our hands. I don't want. We can't have that. Oh, all right. What are we doing? Are you, are you putting Conrad's army yeah. in the Nazi box? Let's let's simmer down. My people are good people. 
But yeah, that was so terrible. I'm just trying to think of like a... <laughs> that's not, that's not a... Conrad's Army, you're not Nazis. You are good people. You're faithful. I love you. Keep riding all my best bets. They're well, I was saying that because Conrad, he could get all this power <laughs> to his head. He got like a little Napoleon thing going on. Next thing he was telling his army, fuck CDB on, and they could be all for it. He keeps giving the winners like this. I would, If I was his army, I'd be doing the same fucking thing. Who do we got to kill? Who do we got to go after? So I'm just saying, Conrad's Army, if it keeps on going the way it is, it could be a dangerous force, but I'm here to watch it. I'm here to watch it grow this season. Man. Conrad's army stand down and stand back. We're good for now. <laughs> and that's, that's, a, that's the beauty of it too, though. It's like, I mean, we got college basketball coming up November 1st, study month, study day, college basketball gets here. If that's, I mean, that's another month. I mean, Terry might not be here for until college basketball. I mean, I don't fucking know, but the beauty of it was when Tuna was here, Last time saying his name, his name is now banned from the podcast. That's he's now known as okay. John AB. But that guy, when he was on here, and it was Conrad going back and forth, NFL and college football, the LRP go talks, the polls, the arguments, two armies colliding. I want that again. I need that again. And we're gonna get it going. Nick, myself, Turb, we're gonna get it going. Let us not forget when we've had that LRP goat pull up, John AB. AKA the fraud primetime tuna voted for Conrad. Just, just putting that out there. I have the receipts. I have the clips. Yeah. I mean, the kid went 10 and 0. The kid went 9 and 0 in bowl games to start the season. 9 and 0 in bowl games to start. I mean, and I ended an all-time up story too. Fire. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> that real quick, that video you made me make where I was like doing the pretending <laughs> yeah, yeah, documentary yeah. is so fucking funny. <laughs> Dude, I still remember. I don't know where I was. I don't know where I was. Remember, you had a terrible season. I remember, I called you and I'm like, "Dude, like we we gotta finish out with bowl season." And you're like, "Dude, I can't." It I, was I, Christmas I time. I was in the villages, Florida. I was down horrendously. And, <laughs> and I'm like, the guy that's like, keep betting, keep betting. And Johnny, I'm like, dude, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm never betting again. Johnny's like, I need you to put out content right now. And then I went, not and no, you know, cleared up an unbelievable of my balance, story. maybe that I had. But yeah, it was a fucking unreal ride. An unbelievable underdog story, boys. And I can't wait. This month of October falls officially here. So the weekends get great for football up north. You got some good golf still left in the tank. Down Ooh. south, we're getting to the nitty-gritty prime time, middle day rounds, midday rounds at 75 degrees down here. Oh, can't beat it. Time to take advantage. College hoops, oh. month and a half away. And then we got basketball and hockey starting in a couple of weeks, NHL and NBA. So this is like this is like that time of year where it's like you got an MLB postseason. An NFL, and then middle of October, all hell breaks loose. MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL. I mean, this is the time of year where it's like you're happy and content with football. Just wait; it gets even better. It gets even better. Jan, I think we're I think we're doing live picks from the golf course on Saturday, uh, 10 a.m. Get to the course an hour early. So you can get you can film me on the live, throw in your two cents, and I'll give out. I got a couple. Ideas. I got I got a couple ideas. I got a couple ideas that we'll toss around. Keep an eye out for the story of LRP Nikki Six picks Conrad's corner this weekend. This week and leading up to the weekend, Conrad six and six, a big on the ten and zero weekend anniversary. Still has not gone negative on the anniversary last year six and four. This year six and six, keeping the anniversary in good name in vain. This is a big weekend for Conrad twenty nine and fifteen. Can he get that boost again? If he gets another boosted week this week, six and two or something, you're going to create a shitstorm of winning that people are going to wish they were on in week one. Nikki, 
300 picks. He's doing 100 again this weekend. <laughs> Who knows how much he's going to do. But we're going to have to work it away, Nick, where you get these picks of the people in a timely fashion that can tail along. We'll be in talks. And can you go one week without being five or 10 games around 500? It's honestly insane. I we're at 371 picks through four weeks. I am waiting for that week one way or the other. It's going to test my metal up or down, up or down. We're we're looking at a 70 and 30 or honestly like a 20 and 80. I mean, it's bound to happen. I don't know when it's coming. Hopefully (laughs) we, hopefully we can get the, get the 70 and 30 this week and then absolutely take off from that. Yeah. That's all you need is one massive up week like that. And it's off for the races. I hope it happens this weekend for you boys. Any final words before I close this out, fellas? Like and subscribe to LRP. Like and subscribe Conrad's corner, Nikki six picks, turn on push notifications, do whatever you got to do. The picks are always going to be up every Saturday, every Sunday before the games. If you're a simpleton loser who can't wait, just wait. I promise you the picks will be up. I got people in my DM saying, oh, you need to put the picks out earlier. Oh, you need to do this. No. I wake up Saturday. I reread the lines. We readjust. I give the picks. You tail and you win money. I almost fucked Connor this weekend too, and he is great with getting it up well before game time. We're going to keep that going. Like, share the post. YouTube, LinkedIn, Insta, Twitter, soon to be on TikTok, you name it. Shout out Frank the Tank. Shout out Mr. Bosco. Shout out Shout Senior. Out. Shout out senior. Shout out Mr. Merritt. Shout out to our dad. Shout out to dads everywhere. LRP talking dads, a little bit of NFL, a little bit of college football. And by the way, no pervert in football this week. NFL or wow. uh, are we calling Travis Kelsey a pervert for trying to break Taylor <laughs> Swift? And we almost pervert. went the whole episode without talking about everything that's been on everyone's social media feed constantly. Talking about something that needs a fucking end. My God. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I take that back. Swifties, if you're listening to this, I changed my mind. You're good. I was about people, to say, that's... But just 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 dial it down, okay? Just yeah. dial it I'll down. Fo- Travis I'll... Kelsey was Travis Kelsey before Taylor Swift. Allow me to fall on this sword for you, Conrad. Fuck the Swifties. I hate them. He said you, it, not me. If if the regime if the regime of late early 40s Germany was still around, I mean, I'll tell you one army that could Jeez, take it. John is on a John is on a Nazi kick. This tonight. guy is like a, he's like jerking off to Nazis or something. I'm just I'm just is. saying if the regime of the early 40s Germany was still around, the Swifties would be one army to take him down. I'm just saying I want to go out that one army, but you know, I thought that was a good thought. That's a good take. I mean, fucking Nick over there, all fucking. Oh my god, we're on we're on CNBC. Fucking watch your tone. And that's yeah, how you know Nick, Nick. Nick's the one that talks, bringing up what is yeah, yeah, transgenders you know what, Nick, yep. and retard strength. Guess what? I'm ready to take on PC. everybody. I'm taking on everybody. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't mince my words for anybody. I, I'm. Uh, you're not gonna cancel me because I'm never hey, backing yeah. down. Yeah, don't, I don't, salute don't, you for that. Don't do that. We salute, we salute you for that. And also, Conrad, two days from now, Nikki will also come to those takes that he had no backup for. He will have backup for two days from now when no one is here to see it. That's just that's how <laughs> Nikki rolls. That's how Nikki rolls. I don't hate it. Hey, I'm just pointing out. I'm just calling it how I see it. Just calling it how I see it. And also, quick over under before we finally let the people go. Over under week 11, T-Swift and Kelsey still at it. Oh, I, I've got I've got the alternate line mm. on the under. I'm, I, the, this is going to be over in two weeks. Nikki's going what week down, are we, down. What week are we going into? We're going to week going four, into week right? Four, over under 11 and a half. We're still at it. I don't know that you ever see them together again. I'm they saying. so weird. They look so weird in yeah, those I'm videos. Yeah, I'm saying down. I'm saying down. Doggy, I want to say down. I have Travis Kelsey on one of my fantasy teams. So I'm going to go over. 
There you go. Two down, two over. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Epi 5. Epi Cinco for our Spanish listeners. Nick, what comes after four? Cinco. Nick, what comes after four, Nick? Oh, that would be five. Three plus two, Conrad. Five. And that will be past a month, the entire month of September. We brought to you every single week by week by week by week. This will be on Spotify, no YouTube this week because of Conrad's laggy, whatever, but the audio is fine. Spotify this week. Catch us there. Thursday or Friday. I don't know whenever you're going to be hearing this. It will be up this week. Thank you for listening. Epi 5. Big game. Love you. Big game. Big game.